Welcome to Life Bites, Bite Back. So I wanted to talk to you today about giving your kids some tools to battle rejection. One of the common things that I think I've always heard, both when I was a child, um, myself and other parents said to our children when they were going through hard times, is like, oh, they're only being mean to you because they're jealous of you. (laughs) Well, okay, that didn't make sense to me when I was little, and it probably made zero sense to my kids when I said it to them. And a lot of that, I mean, so we tell our kids that now, now when I have children or grandchildren that are going through um, friend issues, I will tell them things like, listen, you don't know what all's going on in their life. Maybe grandma is sick. Maybe their dad is sick or maybe dad lost his job. Maybe the mom and dad aren't getting along and they're fighting a lot. Um, You don't know what's going on inside of this kid who is just throwing ugly words at you. Um, You need to just kind of look at yourself, see if there's anything they said that was true. And if you know deep down that there's not, then you need to leave all of that baggage right there where they said it to you and walk away. Don't pick any of it up. Don't carry it with you. Don't let it make you feel bad the rest of the day, right? Like, because sometimes when people feel or have stuff going on in their life and they don't know how to deal with it, it's just like all kinds of yuck builds up inside of their heart. And when there's just too much yuck in there, they try desperately to make somebody else carry the load. They desperately try to take some of the yuck out of their heart and give it to somebody else. And the only way to give yuck to anybody else is by giving nasty things to them with ugly words and with, you know, ugly looks and maybe yelling. And we tell our kids all these things, trying to give them the tools to um, get through rejection, heartache, friendship betrayal, um, things like that. And you know what? All of it is true. All of that part is true. All of those words that I said, would have said, or do say to my grandkids and my kids, they're all 100% true. See, the problem is though, they watch you. And when it happens to you, you don't give yourself the same pep talk that you give your kids and your grandkids to you. Like, if somebody says that you're a horrible person, you believe, what is wrong with me? Am I that bad? Um, you don't step back and take a look at yourself. You don't, you just kind of are reeling in this twilight zone kind of moment where it's like, wow, she really, really believes this. What is like, what is wrong with me? I must be terrible. Um, I, I went through that for decades and decades, like outwardly, I would be indignant and, you know, how dare she say things like that to me, little heifer, you know, and, um, I would outwardly say whatever 
doesn't bother me. I don't need her. You know, I would say all those things that would make people think, mm, you know, she's fine. She, it didn't hurt her. But inwardly, I absolutely just took inventory of myself and brought up every shortcoming and flaw that was ever in my heart, like ever. And um, so I, I wonder, I feel like maybe my kids didn't see me living it out when it happened to me. So when I say those things to them, it didn't really make any difference to them. And therefore the tools they need to battle rejection to battle those moments when um, self-loathing insecurities and stuff try to set up tent in your in their life they don't have the tools to battle them because we didn't believe in the tools um, I had a moment when I really started dealing with boundaries with the self-loathing that I had with um, all of that I had a moment where um, somebody disagreed with me <laughs> and um, they, I mean, buddy, they started listing every character flaw they thought I might have had and a whole bunch of them that I have never been accused of before, like ever, not in my friendships and not in my jobs. And they just kept word vomiting all of this stuff all over me. And I'll never forget the first time, the first moment when it happened that I was able to just, instead of ramping up my anxiety and my anger, the more they threw at me, the calmer I got. Internally, I was kind of going through all of their accusations and like, huh, okay, I, you know, I think the smartest thing we can do is to not get into a knee-jerk reaction of rejecting everything everybody says but go into an adult, calm evaluation of, am I, am I guilty of any of these things this person is saying? In that instance, I, I did. I yeah, I have a couple of things I could apologize for. And I did. You know, I said, first of all, I apologize for this and this. I could have done better. And you're right. I dropped the ball there. But you know what? the most freeing moment was when I said, but I don't receive any of the other things that you've said. I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know what you're going through to feel this much yuck. Um, but I feel like at the moment that you decided you were upset with me, you, you know, you just gave me everything in the kitchen sink. And I'm just not going to accept all of the ugliness that you're trying to get rid of. And I'm sorry. Things are like this. Uh, that person was not in favor of me setting any boundaries <laughs> in my life. And when I said I didn't receive a couple of the things they said, um, they were very offended. Uh, th at th that point, <clears throat> that was another point in my life with which I would break down and that I would get all backwards. Uh, I don't like for people to be mad at me and I don't like for people, I don't like to feel like I've offended someone, but it seems like in the 2020s or the 2015s, the world began to take that 
and turn it around and use it to manipulate people. They will manipulate you and, and tell you, you offended me so much that somewhere along the line you decide you better just apologize. And you know what? It only makes you feel worse. Like, I am not guilty of, okay, I'm here, I, here's what I'm guilty of. We agree on this. Here's what I'm not guilty of that you have thrown my direction. If we start putting up that boundary, they fight back saying, you've offended me. This is, you know, so offensive, blah, blah, blah. And we're so afraid of offending people or not being perceived as super nice that we give in, right? Like, we're like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, and we give that apology that just never sits well in our gut. Um, being the type of person who can look at a situation, acknowledge your shortcomings or what you might have done wrong. Um, when you deliver an apology, if you sincerely mean it, that's it. You don't have to keep apologizing the rest of your life, however many times they want you to pay, okay? You have to sincerely mean your apology. How they receive your apology is none of your business. And it is not up to you to grovel bigger or harder or cry longer so that they feel better. Um, I have a lot of things that I genuinely grieve in my life and I have apologized to people for it. I have some that their hearts were like absolutely in a place where they were ready and willing to receive that apology and it didn't matter if I worded it up to their expectations. It didn't matter if I wasn't crying. It didn't matter if I was crying. Like, they just received my apology. Our relationship was mended. And we are, you know, bebopping along today. Um, still completely happy to have each other in our lives. I have other people in my life who I genuinely apologize to. And they rejected that apology. Um, they continue to come back and feel like I owe them more of an apology and that I should be exempt from ever having any wisdom in any area whatsoever because the apology I delivered is not enough. Um, it was hard for me to also accept that huh, that has nothing to do with me and that I have no obligation to convince them how sorry I am. I have, you know, no obligation to change how they feel about me. <laughs> that was hard, right? And, but when, when you start grabbing a hold of that, these same people stick around. The ones who love you and the ones who, you know, want to see you pay by um, continuing to demand that you apologize. Um, and when you see that, if, when you step back, start being consistent in your responses and start setting boundaries for things that you're not responsible to pay for, um, these same people will keep coming. The ones who are emotionally stable and able to accept an apology um, man, you guys get things ironed out and you're moving along and you are, you know, 
just a blessing to each other. And you can see that pattern, okay? No two people are ever going to agree on everything. And it's not even possible that I'm not going to irritate someone. I irritate myself. So there's zero chance that anyone in my life is going to go and not be irritated with me sometimes. But the ones who can love me anyway, like I see this cycle and this, um, you know, this pattern that we get into where when I'm a little much, you know, I can see what they're doing. And then I start looking at myself and trying to be honest with myself. Am I being, am I being a little me right now? And if I am, I need to figure out why, like what has got me so unsettled that I'm a I'm just a little much right now. Um, and it takes two, you know, like they are giving me grace and mercy and I need to do an examination and see mm, what's a little off here that maybe I need to fix, you know? But like I was saying in the beginning, the things that I say to my children, you know, that other person, um, maybe they've got things going on in their life. Maybe they've got, you know, whatever. Um, and it's causing them to view everything through angry eyes. It's time that I start believing that. If I don't believe it and I don't live it and walk it out when people um, do that to me, my children will never see the freedom that happens when you can employ those tools in your life and take responsibility along with releasing yourself from responsibility for making everyone else feel better. So I hope that's just, that's just kind of a little bug that's been nagging in my thoughts lately and I hope that you are able to gain something from that um, take a little bit of an examination of the things that you would advise other people children and co-workers when they get their feelings hurt what do you say to them to encourage them now do you say that to yourself when you get hurt or do you just allow another rejection to pile on top of the, all the old rejections and magnify your feelings of insecurity and self worthlessness. <laughs> um, which way do you go? Which way do the people in your life see you going? Do they see you using the tools to battle rejection? Or do they see that do as I say, not as I do? Food for thought. Have a great day, you guys.